Welcome to the DCAT Value Chain Insights Podcast, presented by the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association, where you'll hear specially selected articles from our website that feature in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing. In this podcast, we feature an article that looks at the small molecules approved as new molecular entities thus far in 2020, and which have blockbuster potential. For the text version of this article, visit dcatvci.org. Dr. Reddy's API is your reliable partner for high-quality active pharmaceutical ingredients. Get instant access to one of the largest portfolios of APIs across major therapeutic areas at api.drreddies.com. So let's begin. API Watch, Small Molecules, by Patricia Van Arnhem, DCAT Editorial Director. Small molecules continue to dominate approvals of new molecular entities accounting for approximately three-quarters of NME approvals over the past several years. What have been the small molecules approved as new molecular entities thus far in 2020, and which new market entrants expected for 2020 have blockbuster potential? DCAT Value Chain Insights takes an inside look. Small Molecule New Drug Approvals Thus Far in 2020 Small molecules continue to dominate approvals of new molecular entities, or NMEs. As of August 28, 2020, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's Center for Drug Research and Evaluation had approved 38 NMEs. Of these 38 NME approvals, 29 were small molecules, 27 drugs, and 2 diagnostic agents or 76% of the 38 NMEs approved thus far in 2020 by the FDA's CDER. There have been two antibody drug conjugates, or ADCs, and seven biologics approved as NMEs by CDER thus far in 2020. The dominance of small molecules in NME approvals thus far in 2020 continues a recent trend. Between 2015 and 2019, small molecules have accounted for nearly three-fourths of NME approvals by the FDA's CDER. Small molecules dominated new drug approvals in 2019, accounting for 79% of all NME approvals, representing 38 of the 48 NMEs approved by the FDA in 2019. Small molecules were strong also in 2018 with small molecules accounting for 71% of NME approvals, 74% in 2017, 68% in 2016, and 71% in 2015. Table 1 at the end of the article outlines the 29 small molecules approved thus far in 2020 by FDA's CDER. Of these 29 products, the larger pharmaceutical companies accounted for 10 small molecule NME approvals, or approximately one-third of small-molecule product approvals. Novartis led with two small-molecule drug approvals, Isterissa for treating Cushing's disease, and Tabrecta for treating non-small cell lung cancer in patients with specific mutations, those that lead to MET exon 14 skipping. Eli Lilly and company had two small-molecule approvals, one for a drug and one for a diagnostic agent. The company received approval for Retevmo, 
for treating three tumor types, non-small cell lung cancer, medullary thyroid cancer, and other types of thyroid cancers in patients whose tumors have an alteration, mutation, or fusion in a specific gene, RET, or rearranged during transfection. Lilly gained Retevmo through its 2019 acquisition of Loxo Oncology. Through its subsidiary, Avid Radio Pharmaceuticals, Lilly also received approval for Tauvid, a diagnostic agent for patients with Alzheimer's disease. It is the first drug used to help image a distinctive characteristic of Alzheimer's disease in the brain, called tau pathology, according to information from the FDA. Tauvid is a radioactive diagnostic agent for adult patients with cognitive impairment who are being evaluated for Alzheimer's disease. Tauvid is indicated for positron emission tomography imaging of the brain to estimate the density and distribution of aggregated tau neurofibrillary tangles, a primary marker of Alzheimer's disease. Seven larger pharmaceutical companies each had one small molecule approval. AstraZeneca received approval for Cosellugo, for treating neurofibromatosis type 1, a genetic disorder of the nervous system causing tumors to grow on nerves. Bayer received approval for Lampet for treating Chagas disease in certain pediatric patients younger than age 18. Chagas disease is a tropical neglected disease and is an inflammatory infectious disease caused by the parasite Trypanosoma cruzi. Through its $74 billion acquisition of Celgene in 2019, Bristol-Myers Squibb received approval for Zaposia for treating relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis, a drug slated by some analysts for blockbuster potential. Atsuka Pharmaceutical received approval for Encovi for treating myelodysplastic syndromes, and Roche received approval for EVRISD for treating spinal muscular atrophy, a rare neuromuscular disease. Vive Healthcare, a joint venture of GlaxoSmithKline and Pfizer with Shyanogi as an additional shareholder, received approval of Rucobia, a new treatment for HIV for patients who have tried multiple HIV medications and whose HIV infection cannot be successfully treated with other therapies because of resistance, intolerance, or safety considerations. Among mid-sized and smaller pharma companies, Dr. Reddy's Laboratories received approval for Seglise for treating head lice in patients six months or older. Insight gained FDA approval for Pimazir, for treating cholangiocarcinoma, a rare form of cancer that forms in bile ducts, and Jazz Pharmaceuticals received approval for Zepselka for treating metastatic small cell lung cancer. Neurocrine Biosciences received approval for Ongentis for treating off-episodes in patients taking the drugs Levodopa and Carbidopa for the treatment of Parkinson's disease. An off-episode is a time when a patient's medications are not working well thereby leading to an increase in Parkinson's symptoms, such as tremor and difficulty walking. Biohaven Pharmaceuticals received approval for Nurtec ODT, which is slated by some analysts as a potential blockbuster. Seattle Genetics received approval for Tukaisa for treating advanced unresectable or metastatic HER2-positive breast cancer. Seattle Genetics, along with GlaxoSmithKline, were two companies that received approval of antibody drug conjugates, or ADCs, a hybrid molecule type consisting of a monoclonal antibody with an attached small molecule drug. ADCs are often oncology drugs with a small molecule consisting of a cytotoxic small molecule. The monoclonal antibody facilitates targeted delivery to the tumor site. 
Seattle Genetics received approval of Trodelvi for treating metastatic triple-negative breast cancer in patients who received at least two prior therapies for metastatic disease. GlaxoSmithKline received approval for Blenrep, also an ADC, for treating relapsed or refractory multiple myeloma. Specifically, the drug was approved as a monotherapy for the treatment of multiple myeloma in adult patients who have received at least four prior therapies and whose disease is refractory to at least one proteasome inhibitor, one immunomodulatory agent, and an anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody, and who have demonstrated disease progression on the last therapy. Blenrep, which was developed and is commercialized by GSK, uses Seattle Genetics ADC technology. Dr. Reddy's is driven by its mission to provide affordable and innovative medicines for healthier lives throughout the world. Manufacturing both APIs and formulations, Dr. Reddy's understands the challenges in formulation and can provide customers with the API, but also with formulation support and finished dosage forms. Dr. Reddy's mitigates geographical risk by leveraging its manufacturing setup across three continents. The backward integration of key starting materials and strategic sourcing partnerships help Dr. Reddy's to satisfy the supply chain needs of its global customers. Reimagining API Sourcing Dr. Reddy's provides its partners with a digital service platform for all their API needs. The human element is not lost with this technological advancement. If you want to speak to customer service, help is at the touch of a button. Sign up to learn more at api.drreddies.com. Small Molecules and Blockbuster Potential How do small molecules fare in future market strength? Data as of February 2020 from Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus, with further analysis by BioWorld, identifies 11 drugs that are expected to enter the market in 2020 and achieve blockbuster status by 2024. Of these 11 drugs, six are small molecules. Novo Nordisk's Ribelsis, an oral once-daily medicine for treating type 2 diabetes, is a strong contender for blockbuster status with 2024 projected sales of $3.215 billion according to the Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus analysis. Ribelsis oral tablets were approved by the FDA in September 2019 to improve control of blood sugar in adult patients with type 2 diabetes, along with diet and exercise. Ribelsis was the first glucagon-like peptide, or GLP-1, receptor protein treatment approved for use in the U.S. that does not need to be injected, according to the FDA. Novo Nordisk has an injectable version of semaglutide in Ozempic, which was first approved by the FDA in 2017 and which posted 2019 sales of $1.6 billion. The oral administration of ribelsis is one of the competitive advantages it will have over injectable GLP-1 agonists, according to an analysis by BioWorld, which provided further examination of the disease landscape of the blockbuster list. Cardiovascular, or CV, safety data were also added to the drug's label in January 2020. Additional filings for adults with type 2 diabetes have also been submitted in the European Union and Canada. Ribelsis combines the convenience of a once-daily pill with a glucose-lowering activity and the CV benefits of injectable GLP-1 agonists, 
which is seen as the main reason it could have a major impact on the diabetes market, according to the BioWorld analysis. Bristol-Myers Squibb's Zaposia for treating relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis is a potential blockbuster for the company, with projected 2024 sales of $1.621 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus analysis, and which was acquired by BMS in its $74 billion acquisition of Celgene in 2019. The drug was approved by the FDA in March 2020 and by the European Medicines Agency in May 2020. Azonimod is an oral agonist of the sphingosine-1 phosphatase-1 in 5 receptors. It will compete against other oral drugs to treat relapsing forms of MS with similar mechanisms of action. Novartis's Jelenia, which was approved in 2010, Novartis's Mazent, which was approved in 2019, and Merck KGAA's Mavenclad, which was also approved in 2019. On a competitive basis, both Mazent and Jelenia require additional testing before a patient can take either drug, which may offer further potential for ozonamod, according to the BioWorld analysis. Competition from other oral MS drugs with similar mechanisms of action include Biogen's Tecfidera, Sanofi's Abagio, and Johnson & Johnson's investigational drug Panisamod. Other oral competitors with different mechanisms are Biogen's and Alchemise's Vomerity, which was approved by the FDA in October 2019. Novartis's Inclycerin for treating familial hypercholesterolemia, an inherited disorder that results in high levels of low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, is another potential blockbuster that is a small molecule. Novartis acquired the drug in its $9.7 billion acquisition of the medicines company in January 2020. Projected 2024 sales are $1.161 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus analysis. In December 2019, the medicines company submitted a new drug application for inclycerin to the FDA for use in secondary prevention patients with atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and familial hypercholesterolemia. Inclycerin is a small interfering RNA drug and PCSK9 inhibitor. It would compete against PCSK9-targeting antibodies such as Sanofi's and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, Preluent, and Amgen's Repatha, as well as other cholesterol-lowering drugs such as statins. Gilead Sciences' phlegotinib for treating rheumatoid arthritis, one of several targeted indications, has projected 2024 sales of $1.422 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus analysis. The drug is an oral inhibitor of JAK1. Overactivation, dysregulation of JAK1 can lead to autoimmune responses, according to the BioWorld analysis. Phlegotinib is currently up for approval as a treatment for rheumatoid arthritis, with marketing applications for the initial indication filed in the European Union in August 2019, in Japan in October 2019, and in the U.S. in December 2019. Gilead Sciences is using a priority review voucher with the FDA to shorten the review time by four months. Gilead is partnered with Galapagos and ASI, which will market phlegotinib in various regions. The drug will compete against other drugs to treat rheumatoid arthritis with different mechanisms of action, such as AbV's Humira, BMS's Orencia, 
Sobe's Kenneret, Sanofi's and Regeneron's Kevzara, Roche's Actemra, and Roche's Biogen's Rituxan, as well as multiple other JAK inhibitors, including Pfizer's Zelgans, Eli Lilly and Company's Illumiant, and AbbVie's Rinvogue. Gilead and Galapagos are also testing phlegotinib as a treatment for ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, psoriatic arthritis, and ankylosing spondylitis, potentially resulting in five approvals over the next four years, according to the BioWorld analysis. Akiba Therapeutics, Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma's, and Atsuka Pharmaceutical's Vadatostat for treating anemia related to chronic kidney disease is another potential blockbuster expected to be launched in 2020 with 2024 projected sales of nearly $1.6 billion, according to the Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus's analysis. Akiba is developing the drug in partnership with Atsuka Pharmaceutical and Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma. In 2016, Akiba entered into a collaboration and license agreement with Atsuka for the development and commercialization of Vadatostat in the U.S. And in 2017, Akiba expanded its relationship with Atsuka to develop and commercialize Vadatostat in Europe, China, Russia, Canada, Australia, the Middle East, and certain other territories. In 2015, Akiba entered into a collaboration agreement with Mitsubishi Tanabe Pharma, with exclusive development and commercialization rights to Vodatostat in Japan and certain other Asian countries. The drug received regulatory approval in Japan in June 2020 and was launched in Japan in August 2020. Filings in the U.S. and the European Union are planned. Biohaven Pharmaceuticals Nurtec for treating migraines is another drug with expected launch in 2020 with blockbuster potential. Clarivate Analytics's Cortellus projects 2024 sales of $1.03 billion. The drug was approved by the FDA in February 2020. It is a new oral option for patients with acute or episodic attacks of migraines and is the second oral small molecule calcitonin gene-related peptide, or CGRP, antagonist approved. The other was Allergan's Ubrelvi, which was approved by the FDA in December 2019. These two oral medicines follow three injectables in the CGRP class that entered the market in 2018, according to the BioWorld analysis. Dr. Reddy's API is your reliable partner for high-quality active pharmaceutical ingredients. Get instant access to one of the largest portfolios of APIs across major therapy areas at api.drreddy's.com. This podcast is brought to you by DCAT, the Drug, Chemical, and Associated Technologies Association. All content contained in this recording is owned by DCAT or used with permission. This recording may not be altered, reproduced, or used in any way without permission from DCAT. For more in-depth analysis on the issues impacting the business of pharmaceutical development and manufacturing, subscribe to our podcast or visit www.dcatvci.org.